Well, hello, friends. You're listening to the Capital City Christian Church Podcast. I'm Chris Taylor, the Communications Director right here at Cap City, and I'm so glad that you're listening. In fact, I would love to chat with you. So send me an email at hello at capitalcitychristian.org today. Have you ever felt like you needed to get out of a hole? Maybe you feel stuck in life, or you might feel like you're stuck in a self-destructive cycle. No matter what kind of hole you might find yourself in or how you got there, God can help you get out. Today's message is brought to you by Joni Martin. Joni is from our sister church, First Capital Christian Church in Corridon, Indiana. She has a very interesting story about rescue to share, and our senior minister, Dr. Stephen Doc Pattison, is going to come afterwards and give some takeaways. So let's get started. share of excitement. Um, Situations that may start out as overwhelming actually end up being some of our favorite stories. Um, It's really cool to see whether it's in the moment or later on how God will will reveal his truths inside those stories. Um, And one of those stories actually happened this past summer. So on July 14th, Uh, The girls and I had planned to have a birthday party, and this wasn't any ordinary birthday party. Uh, This was for Daisy the cow. Um, So we uh, got home from church, um, hurried up and grabbed the strawberry cupcakes and headed out to the field. And uh, when we got in the field, we knew something was up. A cow this big and that white, you're going to notice her. Um, We did see her pasture mate. Um, They're actually a bonded pair. We found her, but we couldn't find Daisy anywhere. Um, so we started looking, um, we're driving the four-wheeler everywhere, we're hollering, we're going out in other fields, uh, in the woods, through the fence, um, can't find this cow anywhere, so we had to ask for help. So now there's five of us um, looking for her, and again, searching everywhere that we could imagine that she would be, um, and we found her in a place that we actually never would have imagined that she would be. Um, she was down inside a sinkhole. She wasn't just like standing down inside the sinkhole. She was halfway buried inside the sinkhole. Um, Not really sure how long she'd been there from the time since we checked on them the day before till now, Um, but she was really hot. She was tired, weak, um, and it looked like she'd either started to give up hope. Um, So we knew first thing off the bat, she needed some water. And the way she was laying inside the hole it wasn't like we were going to be able to set a bucket of water down because the, the ground was all the way up to her chest. Um, so we uh, grabbed a bucket and some empty water bottles and, and uh, actually started to pour the water in her mouth. Um, so the cool thing about Daisy is that uh, she's not just a, an ordinary cow. <laughs> uh, she was born a twin and uh, so just a short little ag lesson. Uh, if you have a twin male and female cow, the female will actually be infertile. So for all intents and purposes, she really not gonna be a, a moneymaker for the farm. Um, but Hadley, uh, my youngest, uh, she said, I'll take her and I'll raise her on a bottle. And so Um, We did, got her started off, and then she um, had failure to thrive, meaning uh, that she was eating and eating, she's not gaining weight. Uh, Long story short, we found out she was actually allergic to milk. 
there's a whole lot of humor in that, I know, but um, we did uh, manage to find an actual milk replacer that she could take and started to do really well and took off. Uh, actually went to 4-H a couple of times. Um, some of you might even remember her uh, because she made a few appearances that fall down on the fairgrounds. And um, so this cow is not just like a cow and not that we wouldn't go through this effort for any other animal, but um, this was a little different. This was a little gut-wrenching for me as a mom and somebody who loves animals. Um, I could hear Hadley. Um, she was super upset. I could see the fear on her face. And at that moment, I knew like we've we got to get her out of this hole. So we're in the hole um, trying to figure out how to get her out or what happened. And, you know, the question kind of comes to mind is, is how and why is this cow in this hole? Um, was she walking along and the ground fell out beneath of her? Um, was she curious and walked right in there herself? Or was she kind of hanging around the edge and uh, fell in? You know, as they say, uh, if you hang around a barbershop long enough, uh, you're going to get a haircut. Um, none of those things mattered. At that moment, we had a choice to make. We're either going to leave the cow in or we're going to get her out. So the obvious choice is to get Daisy up out of the hole. Um, we grabbed every shovel we had and started digging. Um, we, uh, at one point, were actually down there using our hands trying to dig because we weren't sure exactly how she was laying. There was so much of her buried underneath um, the dirt. And so we started digging uh, near her and, and out to the side as much as we could. And we were getting pretty tired pretty fast. It was hot out that day. So we uh, got the backhoe and started, had to dig our hole out actually to the side and out and down at the same time. We had ropes and, and uh, horse girths and trying to lift her up and she wasn't gonna come up. And it took us a little bit of time. We realized her back legs are actually stuck um, straight down and they were dangling actually into an open hole. Um, we were tired and we needed help. So I made a phone call and we actually got a hold of the Milltown Fire and Rescue folks and we got a hold of um, some neighbors. And so they showed up. Uh, they had trucks with winches and cables and they had a whole lot of Gatorade. Um, all of those we needed um, that day. And so we're all down in the pit and we're digging and, and we're trying everything we can to think of to try to get this cow to this hole. And, and I remember um, praying out loud, God help. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I've, I've never done this before. Um, I don't know how to, to unbury a cow. I don't know how to get something this large. Um, it was obvious we weren't going to just pick her up and lay her off to the side. Um, so we had this idea that uh, we were going to um, try to dig a ramp to get her up out of this hole um, because we were able to get her uh, eventually up to where all four legs were up out of the hole. Um, and uh, she laid there for quite a while. And uh, so we have this open hole, right, in the bottom of this pit. I'm not really sure um, what to do about that so that she doesn't fall in or we don't fall in. So one of the uh, fire and rescue guys actually ran back to the truck and he came back with this big black square thing and he said, here, he's like, throw this down on top of that hole um, so that nobody falls in or if she stands up, she can actually stand on that. We waited for quite a long time and seemingly out of nowhere, this cow just stands up on her own and all four legs were just quivering. She was, 
she was tired, she was weak, um, and really favoring that back right leg, and we weren't really sure uh, to what extent it was it was hurt. So at a couple of points throughout the day, um, there was this this feeling, right, of, of despair because we had tried so many times to lift her up um, that she had stood up, laid back down. Uh, every time she'd stand up, we'd all get excited and then she'd lay back down and you could just kind of hear the um, the moans, uh, everybody around. And, and um, there was actually one particular person outside the hole. Uh, he uh, kind of had a few negative things to say throughout the day. And it was kind of interesting, um, even the Bible talks about that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, and you could, you could feel that. Um, and it's, it's really important to know that, that um, if, if we're ever in a hole, uh, that it's, it's important how you talk when you're inside a, a pit like that. Um, it, it's important, um, your believability, right, of, of being able to get out of the hole actually directly affects the potential of getting up out of that hole. Um, so the, the day goes on, now it's nighttime, a lot of the help has had to leave. Um, they had to get to do other things that, you know, were their responsibilities to tend to. Um, so it was just a couple of us left um, to, to get Daisy up out of this hole. And the only way that we're gonna get her out, right? So you've seen the size of this cow. Um, it's obviously, we're not gonna pick her up, right? The only way to get her up out of this hole is for her to be uncomfortable. Um, and there's so much truth inside of that, that the only way to get out of what we say we want to get out of is to actually be uncomfortable. I had a, a guy uh, last week actually tell me that and he was speaking of his addiction. He said, you know, um, I knew what was going on and I knew what I needed to do. I just couldn't. Um, he needed uh, someone or some way to be uncomfortable to get what it was that he said he wanted to get. So Daisy's standing up, right? And uh, she is standing on that airbag and she goes to take a step and she can feel the soft dirt and she immediately steps right back. She knew that it wasn't safe. So again, I was like, man, you know, I thought we were going somewhere. So. I could see right where she needed to step. And I knew that if I applied pressure on the left side, that maybe I could get that right foot to step right where I wanted it to step. So she stood there for a little bit and she began to shift back and forth on her back legs. And we started throwing dirt, sticks, rocks, anything we could inside there to give her something solid to stand on. And so I applied some pressure to her left side to get her to step that right foot and she did. Stepped it right where we needed her to and when she felt that solid ground, she gave a nice big old step forward. And in front of her was Hadley um, with, the, with the water and that is what she wanted most. So with a little bit of discomfort from the back and, and a whole lot of want to in the front to get to that water, um, she actually made another step forward. And the whole time, uh, Shy and I, uh, stayed on the sides holding on to all the ropes just in case she would happen to go down um, We would still have the ropes under her to be able to pick her back up with the backhoe if we needed to um, We weren't out of the woods yet over a long period of time. Not really sure how long it was. It was just a long time um, Did step by step um, Make her way up out of the hole up this ramp um, that we had dug for her. 
And uh, it's kind of cool because in Proverbs, it actually says that um, a man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his step. And we did that all the way up out of this, this hole. So we get her out and what made my head spin on my shoulders was that she turned to go back down inside that hole. And I'm thinking, what, right? Cal, we just spent the last 11 hours trying to get you out of this hole and you wanna go right back in. And we all looked and down in that hole still set the, the bucket of water. And we knew that's what she wanted most, right? So she actually thought that what she wanted, what she was hungry for most was down inside her circumstance and not with the one who got her up out of that hole. So we ran down, right, get this bucket and we set it in front of her and she takes a big old drink out of it. And we go to the truck, we get those cupcakes. By golly, we set this day out to have a birthday party. We are gonna have a birthday party. Cool note, it was 11.59, so technically it's still her birthday um, and we're gonna, we're gonna enjoy some strawberry cupcakes. Um, so with all of this story, right, and inside it and, and, and uh, on the back end of it, thinking about it and everything that happened that day, um, it's really cool the truths that we found all inside that story. Um, and what we can take from it is, one, that if you're ever inside a hole, it's obviously you're going to need help out of the hole. You're the one who got yourself in for whatever reason, right? Whether your ground fell underneath of you, you fell in or what, you're going to need help getting out. Um, and unlike Daisy, uh, probably not going to be able to just lay there, right? You're going to have to ask for help. You're going to have to look for someone who can help you. Maybe somebody who's been in a hole and gotten out, right? Or maybe somebody who has long enough ropes. Maybe somebody's got a backhoe. I don't know, but you're going to have to ask for help to believe that the help will work, right? Um, believe that if you call out and, and pray, God help me, I, I've never been here before, God get me out of this hole, that you believe that he can and that you believe that he will. And number three, embrace the discomfort. Um, it's just a, a, a truth knowing that if you, there's something that you want more than what you have now, it's gonna take being uncomfortable to get it. Um, while it, it may seem unco uncomfortable at the time, right? So there was a point where when Daisy was in the hole, we weren't just losing time. I got real nervous because that cow got real comfortable laying in that hole. And the only way that we were able to get her out is to apply pressure. And I'm pretty sure that it was uncomfortable. Um, same is true for us, right? So that hole, it may seem comfortable at the time, but that hole can turn into a grave. If you're the one sitting here maybe and you're watching the video, right? And you're thinking, you're doing pretty good, right? So you're doing a little checklist like, nah, I don't, I don't think I'm in any kind of a hole right now. I'm feeling pretty good. Well, your job is, is to be like the fire and rescue, right? To go look for those that have fallen in the hole. Um, they may not be hollering for help. They may be like Daisy laying in a hole. They may be um, buried. They may be tired, wore out. Maybe they've given up hope. It's gonna take a little bit of effort to search and look for them, maybe in an unlikely place. Maybe like the chair sitting beside you. Maybe they live under the same roof, work at the same place. Maybe they park in the same parking lot. It's gonna take effort on your part 
to find them. Two, believe that you can and believe that you've been called. And three, embrace the discomfort. As the one providing help, I promise you, we were tired. <laughs> it was hot that day. Um, we needed that Gatorade. It, at, at one point, right, we're down in the hole and we're digging. And uh, I'd hear somebody yell, Gatorade. <laughs> we'd throw up a hand and out of nowhere, this Gatorade come flying and we'd grab it. Y'all need to know, I can't catch anything. But that day I was catching Gatorades. Um, we were chugging them and, and throwing up out of that hole just so that we could, we could keep going. Um, there's gonna be opportunity cost, right? Um, needless to say, I don't think anybody had on their plans for that day, July 14th, get a cow out of a sinkhole, right? Um, everybody there had other things that they could and needed to be doing. You're gonna be tired, you're gonna be, you're gonna be messy, and you're gonna lose time. So there's not enough time today to talk about the detailed steps, how to get out of each and every pit that we might find ourselves in. Um, but the first steps are still the same, right? Still ask for help. You believe that God can and will and embrace the discomfort. And there's a truth that I wanted to share. It's actually in Psalm 71. And we talk about believing that God can and will. Listen to this, uh, Psalm 71 verses 20 and 21. Though you have let me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and you will comfort me once again. Um, there's a couple particular words inside of there uh, that, that we can really stand on, right? So there's the, there's the word again, meaning even if we have been in this pit and back out, it says that you will again restore my life, right? And then there's the other word will, and that's the promise. The promise is that God will restore our life again. He will comfort us once again. So I don't know today, uh, maybe maybe it's the pit of, of depression, maybe uh, the pit of anxiety, uh, chemical addiction, uh, porn addiction, uh, eating disorder, fear, uh, uh, um, abandonment, money issues, whatever that pit might be. Either way, the choice is still the same. You're either choosing to stay in or get out. If you're the one sitting here and you're not in a pit, you've been set apart, you've been called out and you have one or two choices. You can stay out or you can get in. And in the process of getting up out of the hole, it's a guarantee that there's gonna be a slip, right? So when we're getting uh, Daisy up out of this hill, she uh, slipped a few times coming up. Um, this is not the time that you you uh, hit the button, right? And, and you you give up and you say, oh, well, we, we tried. Um, that's pride talking on either part, whether you're the one doing the climbing or you're the one helping, right? This is the time that you press on. We don't give up. You choose life. You see, the Bible tells us that Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the abundant. I guarantee, I know for a fact that he didn't come and and his ministry and then he died and he goes to the crucifixion. He goes to hell and he fights death so that we can live in pits. Pretty confident he said that I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. So when we're in a pit, we have a choice. We either stay in or we get out. And if we do, we have to ask for help. We have to believe that God can and that he will. And we embrace the discomfort. 
It takes humility to believe it. It creates strength when we do. Listen to Psalm 30 as we close. It says, I will exalt you, O Lord, for you lifted me up out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave and you spared me from staying down in the pit. Sing to the Lord, you saints of his, and praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for the night, but joy and rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. O Lord, you favored me. You made my mountain stand firm, but when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I called, to the Lord I cried for mercy. What gain is there in my destruction, in my going down into the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your, your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my help. And listen to this. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy, that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Hey guys, Joni's story was a good one, wasn't it? Kind of weird, I mean, a birthday party for a cow, strawberry cupcakes for a cow, but, but it was a powerful story. I just love how she kept reflecting on God throughout the story, how she was learning lessons about God throughout the story. And as you start listening to that story, you realize that those lessons also apply to us. Some powerful lessons apply to us. For example, here's, here's one lesson. Some of you guys right now are in a hole. Some of you guys right now are in a hole that's pretty deep. I mean, some of them are kind of no-brainers. You can talk about addictions as deep holes that people get into, maybe an addiction to alcohol or drugs, one of the addictions that's on the rise right now during this time of isolation as people are in quarantine. You know, you can read that a lot of people are becoming even more addicted to porn during this time, and that can be a real hole that people get into. But it doesn't just have to be an addiction. You know, depression can be a deep hole. Fear, panic is a deep hole that a lot of people are in right now. Loneliness, abandonment. At this time when people are isolated, there's a, just a whole lot of loneliness right now. And a lot of people are scared about money. That can be a deep hole. You feel like there's just no way out. There isn't enough money. And you're scared about that. Now, do you recognize it? Can you, can you recognize it if you're in a hole? Are you humble enough? Are you wise enough to admit, not just I've got a problem, but I've got a big problem, a problem that I can't fix. I need fixing and I can't fix me. Do you want out of the hole? How badly do you want out of the hole? Here's another lesson. If you're in a deep hole, you're not going to get out of it on your own power. You're going to need some help. You're not going to succeed alone. At the least, you're going to need God's help. And it may very well be that you're going to need the help of a friend. And guys, that's how God made us. We are here to drag each other to heaven. We are here to encourage and lift each other up. That's what we're here for. So even if you got yourself into the hole, do you have the wisdom and the humility to ask for help and to accept help? You see, God didn't make us to go it alone. Now, you're going to have to believe that you can get out of that hole. You're going to have to have 
Hope, that's one of God's gifts to us is hope. You've got to believe that God can. God is good enough. He's powerful enough. He, he is gracious enough. He's loving enough that he can help you. He came to give you abundant life. You're not experiencing it. God can help you get there. And you're going to have to, to believe that God's people can help. In fact, God's people can even help you without judging you. Now, a lot of times God's people have judged, but that's not who we want to be. We just want to help each other. Here's another thing that you're going to have to learn. If you're in a hole, you're going to have to embrace the discomfort. I know that's kind of an odd idea to embrace the discomfort. But listen, guys, if you're in a deep hole, it's going to be hard to get out and it's probably going to hurt. In fact, the deeper the hole, the tougher it's likely going to be. Just don't quit. As you're trying to dig out of a hole, you're going to end up sliding back from time to time. Don't quit. Don't allow your hole to turn into a grave. Now, some of you guys out there, you're listening to this stuff and you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, I, I just don't feel like I'm in a hole. And that's great. That's wonderful. That's, that's a gift from your God. But listen, someone around you is in that hole. Can you notice? Can you see? Are you able to just not only to see your own situation, but the troubles that people around you might be in? Do you care? If you see someone in a hole and you can help them, do you care? If you try to help, are you able to not get discouraged? It's tough trying to help people out of a hole. Don't quit. Don't quit. God's going to be there with you. God's going to help you. You keep on working on it. Never quit. I mean, remember, Jesus said, I came that you might have life to the fullest. I came that you might have the abundant life. And to prove how much that he loves us, he went to a cross. He went to a cross to take our sins on his own shoulders so we wouldn't have to pay for them. He came to give us hope, to recognize that we can do life with God, for God, God's way. Now, one of the things that we get to do every single week here at Capital City is to share in the Lord's Supper together. It's an amazing time. It's a time Christians for 2,000 years have gathered around this table and we've taken a bit of bread and we've taken a cup. And that bread represents the body of Christ which has been broken for us. That cup represents the blood of Jesus which was shed for us to pay the penalty for our sins. If you would take just a moment together, if you've got the elements with you, if you've got a piece of bread and a cup, Go ahead and eat the bread, giving God thanks for his sacrifice for you. And go ahead and drink the cup, thanking God for his taking your sins on his shoulders and taking your place so that you can do life with God and, and experience that abundant life. Go ahead and do that right now. And listen, guys, if you're not a Christian or if you're a Christian and you're in a deep hole right now, this is a time for you to contact us, connect with us so that we can engage with you. I mean, you can just put a message there if you're on Facebook and, and we'll respond to you right now. You can email us, you can text us, you can call us. We'll put our phone numbers right there so that you can call us. And we will talk to you right now. Don't feel like you're stuck without help. God is there for you and he'll help. We will be there for you and we'll try to help. 
And so if you need some prayer, if you're in a hole and you need some help out of that hole, if you want to talk about Jesus, uh, making him the Lord of your life, please contact us right now and we'll connect with you and we'll get it done. Again, guys, thanks for worshiping with us. You guys stand tall for God.